Hey everyone, thanks for joining me today. I'm Alex, I'm your host of the new podcast, Bachelor for Life, switching over from small town sports and more. For my current listeners, I will continue to follow Roland Story Norseman Sports, but just not as detailed. On this podcast, Bachelor for Life, I will be talking about living the bachelor lifestyle. I am a bachelor myself, I'm in my 30s, and I'm a big time North Carolina uh, Tar Heels basketball fan. I like the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, baseball, I don't really have a certain team. If I had to pick, I'd choose the White Sox or the Yankees to cheer for. Um, for college football, I have I like multiple teams, but mainly it's Notre Dame and the Iowa Hawkeyes. But uh, also on this podcast, I'll be doing movie reviews, golf course reviews. I'll talk about all sports that is happening right now, past relationships, dating, gambling, Vegas, and just to be honest, just about anything else. Nothing is off limits on this podcast, so with that being said, let's get it started. Today is Sunday, May 8th, and today is Mother's Day. So first, I want to wish all the mothers out there a happy Mother's Day for everything you do for your family and for your kids. I specifically want to wish my mom uh, down down in the south a very happy Mother's Day. Mom, I love you. Uh, thank you for everything you've done for me in my life. I wouldn't be the man I am today. I wouldn't be uh, here without you today, that's for sure. So um, I just want to say, Mom, thanks, and I hope you enjoy your day. And all the other mothers, I hope you have a relaxing day and do what you want to do. Um, all right, so let's get started. Over the weekend, I guess the big, ner- the big news was the 148th Kentucky Derby. And the winner of that was Rich Strike. Rich Strike was 80 to 1 odds to win the Derby. It's the first time the biggest underdog has ever won the Kentucky Derby. And um, if you listen to my Twitter video and my Instagram video that I posted about my Kentucky Derby picks, you'll know that I was a winner. I did $4 on Rich Strike to win, and I ended up winning a net total of $323. I made about $70 in bets for the Kentucky Derby. So overall, my net profit was probably about around $250. So it was a great uh, great Saturday, great Kentucky Derby for me. Um, second place finished horse was Epic Center, which I also had to win. So if uh, Rich Strike didn't win, it looked like uh, Epic Center was going to win. I just wouldn't have won as much. So I'm glad the underdog came through. Third place horse was Sandon. Fourth place horse was Simplification. And the fifth place horse was Mo Donego, which was an Iowa horse, which on my videos, I did not mention this horse. I guess I did not know there was an Iowa horse running in the Kentucky Derby, but that's okay. So the last two years, I've ended up picking the winners of the Kentucky Derby. So hopefully next year, I keep that streak going. A couple of fun facts. If you did a $2 exacta, you would have won $4,100. If you did a $1 tri box or $1 trifecta, you would have won $14,870. And if you did a $1 superfecta, you would have won $321,500. I also want to say congratulations to my sister. She ended up putting $10 on Rich Strike. So she ended up winning $800. I spoke with her over the phone and she said, I was doing these super high fives. And if I would have won, I would have won seven million dollars. And I was like, "Oh, I was like, oh, that that would have been really nice." And then I was like, "Are you were you close?" And she's like, "No." I was like, "Well, 
you made it sound like you were like one or two horses away. So that was kind of funny. She was just saying that if she would have hit it, she would have won $7 million. And I hope she would have given me at least a couple hundred thousand dollars if she did hit it. So that's too bad she didn't hit that. But she did hit the the winner for $800. So she's had a pretty good year this year. She picked a super, the Rams to win the Super Bowl this past uh, February. So she netted a good amount on that. And then she uh, netted a good amount on this uh, Kentucky Derby as well. So, yeah. Uh, one other thing I read that was pretty funny was Mattress Mac. He's a pretty big-time gambler known out in, uh, you know, he does bets on the Super, big bets on the Super Bowl, you know, MLB playoffs, NBA playoffs. But he he put $1.5 million on Epic Center just minutes before the race went off. So I'm guessing he wasn't too happy with the outcome. He was probably pretty excited about 97% of the race until he saw that horse coming on the inside and then... After he saw that he lost, he was probably pretty upset. But um, that's gambling. Nothing's a for sure, a for sure thing. Um, back back to my videos on Twitter and Instagram. The reason why I picked Rich Strike was because if you reverse the the words, it kind of sounds like Strike It Rich, and that's what I was trying to get at on my video on Twitter, but it just wasn't coming to me in my head. But yeah, Strike It Rich sounds like a pretty good name and. You know, that's why I went with it, and uh, it ended up paying out for me. So so I was pretty happy with that. I watched the Kentucky Derby on my phone. I was uh, taking my nephew out to dinner, so I just watched it on my phone. And, and yeah, it was, a, um, it was a fun race. For those who haven't been to Kentucky Derby, I've been there before. Uh, I think I went probably five years ago. Uh, it's a fun experience, you know. Um, you know the girls get all dressed up and they they either buy fancy hats or they make fancy hats, and you know the guys get all dressed up and it's a really good time. Uh, you know the main drink there at the Kentucky Derby is the mint julep. I've had a couple of those before, but when we went, it was pretty nice because we got seats in the stands where you can watch the races, and our tickets were only like about two hundred dollars, I think. Um, that was for Friday and Saturday, but now tickets, if you go now, you know, tickets are about $500 a piece. So it's, it's pretty expensive to go now, but if you're a big time horse, uh, better or just gambler, you know, Kentucky Derby is one of those events that you should, you should definitely try to go to before, you know, it's too late. Um, we had a great time there. We had tickets to, uh, the infield also. The infield is uh, the part inside of the racetrack. Uh, the one bad thing about the infield is you do not see the horses race. You do not see the racetrack. I think they might have one big screen down there where you can watch the race if you want to. Um, basically, the infield is a big party area where people drink and eat and just hang out. Um, it was it was okay. Uh, but for me to buy tickets for the Kentucky Derby... I I rather stay uh stay in the stands and watch the races and and see the horses run. But uh, people have, it is cheaper to be in the infield. But like I said, you don't see the 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 races happening, so it's just, it just depends on what your prefer preference is. But uh, yeah, I would definitely go back to can the the Derby at some time in my life. Um, I I actually might go next year, but we'll see what happens. But yeah, the Kentucky Derby is a fun time. Uh. You know, it seems like the weather, it seems like the weather lasts like five years. 
it's always rain and then right before the race actually happens it kind of clears up so i don't think they've ever really had good weather at the kentucky derby lately in the past but uh yeah so that's that um the other news that was happening this weekend is uh, it was um my, it's my nephew's birthday on monday so we hung out over the weekend and we went to go see a movie, so uh, I'll do a movie review here. The movie we went to go see is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, we saw it at the Cinemark Theaters in Altoona, Iowa. Before I get to the movie, I'll talk a little bit about the movie theater. The movie theater in Altoona, it's a very nice one. Uh, it's got the stadium seating. It's got the reclining seats. Um, I will say their concessions, concession stand area is a little compacted so it gets a little crowded there especially if it gets busy it can take a while to get through the line so i i kind of surprised they don't have a better system there but overall the movie theater is very nice um so yeah with that let's get to the movie doctor strange in the multiverse of madness obviously uh starring benedict cumberbatch as stephen strange elizabeth olsen as wanda slash scarlet witch um you have a new girl. I don't know how to pronounce her first name, so I'll just call her Miss Gomez. And she plays um, America, America Chavez in the movie. You have Doctor Strange's girlfriend, Christine Palmer, which I've never seen in any Marvel movie, but she is played by the great Rachel McAdams. And then you have a couple cameos that I'll talk about later on. But uh, let's talk about the movie. The movie started off really well. Uh, you have Stephen Strange and uh, American Chavez. They're kind of in this outer space world and they're running to capture this book of spells and while also being attacked by the demon, by a demon. And, um, you know, it ends up being Doctor Strange gets uh, hurt very badly, but then he realizes that he wakes up and realizes it's a dream. It goes from that to Doctor Strange going to his, I guess his ex-girlfriend, uh, Christine Palmer, which is played by Rachel McAdams, to her wedding. And then they start talking. And then um, America Chavez ends up being in the streets of where the wedding's at. So then uh, she's getting attacked by these people. So, of course, Doctor Strange goes and tries to help her. And he wants to know why these people are trying to kidnap her or, like, kidnap her, attack her. And he realizes that she's able to travel through them through the multiverse herself she has the power to to go from one multiverse to the other and so on and so on so then you know um so then uh he realizes that he needs to figure out how to stop these people from from trying to capture her so the one person he thinks that can help him out is um scarlet witch played by elizabeth olsen so he meets with uh wanda Scarlet Witch, and he realizes, he tends to realize that where they're at isn't really reality, and the Scarlet Witch is actually trying to kidnap America Chavez. The reason why she's trying to kidnap her is because she wants her power to travel through the multiverse to give back to her kids, which is uh, being, uh, which the mother is a, another Wanda in a different multiverse. So it kind of gets, the movie kind of gets confusing with all these multiverses and all these Doctor Stranges and you have multiple 
Wanda, Scarlet Witches in these universes and whatnot. So you, you really had to pay attention to the movie, which, I mean, I thought I did a good job of paying attention, but I was still confused on it. But, uh, so then, like, Doctor Strange realizes that Scarlet Witch is trying to uh, kidnap America Chavez to get her power. So then they got to find a way to protect her while trying to defeat uh, Scarlet Witch. So basically, they're enemies at this point in the movie. And, um, you know, it goes kind of goes back and forth. They're trying to protect her. And, you know, they travel through uh, multiple multiverses and trying to get back to the original one. So it kind of just goes back and forth. You know, attack here, trying to uh, protect her here. Um, I thought the movie at times got very dark. Like, there was these demons at one point that were attacking Doctor Strange and other people. And it just looked very dark. And then you have Scarlet Witch. She, like, crawls out of a multiverse. Kind of like the scary girl in the movie Rings coming out of that TV. Crawling out of the TV and... It was just really, it, it felt more like of a scary movie than of a comic book movie. Um, and then, you know, you have uh, one Doctor Strange in the multiverse. I guess he, you know, I don't want to, I'll try not to spoil that much, but I do have to talk about it a little bit. But he, uh, one Doctor Strange in the multiverse, he ends up dying. And, he, you know, Doctor Strange kind of, uh, goes and uses his body so he comes back alive from the dead and he's he's missing like half his face and he's got you know uh cuts and bruises on his face and it it was kind of like a zombie uh, apocalypse so <laughs> there was a lot happening um you know i just thought it was a very dark movie i didn't laugh very much i only laughed maybe one or two times Compared to other Marvel movies where I laugh a lot. And this movie is definitely not one for laughter. It's more to uh, to tell a story, I guess. But it, it was a very dark movie. Um, one question I have is, I don't know who this America Chavez girl is. I don't know if she's an Avenger. I don't know where she came from. I mean, I guess my my nephew did tell me after the movie that if I watched WandaVision and Doctor Strange on the Disney Plus channel, those TV series, I would have had a better idea why uh, Scarlet Witch is trying to get back with her boys. But I, I, I haven't seen those on Disney Plus, so I guess that might have helped a little bit. I don't know who Doctor Strange's girlfriend is, Christine Palmer, where she came from either. Um, so those two I'm a little confused on is America Chavez, where this girl came from and how she got that the power to travel through the multiverse. And then Christine Palmer, Dr. Strange's girlfriend. What I don't know what the history between those two are. So, you know, maybe it's definitely maybe a movie I need to watch again and, and then rewind it a couple of times to see if I miss stuff because, you know, just seeing it for one time, obviously you will miss stuff. But, uh, um, a couple cameos in the movie, you have John Krasinski, you know, the guy that plays The Office, and then he's in, uh, he produced the movies, uh, Quiet Place and Quiet Place 2, uh, he plays Reed Richards, uh, uh, from the Fantastic Four, and then another cameo is you have Patrick Stewart, obviously everyone knows him from Charles Xavier from the movies, uh, X-Men, so those are two of the cameos in the movies. Overall, I mean, I, it was about a two and a half hour movie, maybe two hours and twenty minute movie. 
Um, I thought it was okay. It wasn't great. Um, I'm gonna give it a six point seven. You know, that's uh, uh, I, I, you know, it just wasn't up to what I thought. Uh, what I thought it was gonna be. Watching the previews, I was pretty excited to see this movie, but then actually seeing the movie, I thought it it was uh kind of disappointing. Um, I will let you know that after the first credits, there is whatever they call it. I don't. I always forget the name of it, but <clears throat> excuse me. They gave a preview, and then even after all the all the end credits, there's another uh, clip. So you'll want to stay through both end credits to see uh, the the remaining of the movie. But yeah, I mean it was a fun time, but uh, I was just a little disappointed in this movie. So six point seven, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Um, okay, with that, let's uh, head back to the sports world. There's uh, two NBA games going on. Today, you have the Suns against the Mavericks. The Suns are up two games to one on that. And then you have the Heat versus the 76ers. The Heat are up two games to one on the 76ers. Uh, my play of the day for uh, betting-wise is a two-game parlay. I'll, I would take the Mavericks plus two and then the 76ers just to win. So that's my play of the, play of the day. Two-game parlay, Mavs plus two and 76ers to win. Um I think both these series will go six games. I think it'll go back and forth. I think both teams will tie it up. And then I think the Suns and the Heat will win the next two games to win four games to two. Uh, you have the NHL playoffs going on still. Um, today's games, you have the Carolina Hurricanes against the Boston Bruins. Hurricanes are up two games to one in that. Minnesota Wild against St. Louis Blues. The Minnesota Wild are up two games to one against the Blues. You have Toronto Maple Leafs. Against Tampa Bay Lightning, the Maple Leafs are up two games to one in that series. And then the last series is the Edmonton Oilers against the LA Kings. Edmonton Oilers are up two games to one in that series. I do not watch hockey very much, but I have betting started to bet on hockey games lately. So I have started to watch them a little bit. I will say playoff hockey is pretty exciting. Uh, Some games are pretty boring where they don't score very much, but it seems as late games have been high scoring. The games I've been watching lately have been the Pittsburgh Penguins and the New York Rangers. Those games have been really exciting lately. Uh, a lot of scoring. So, uh, yeah, playoff hockey, it's actually not too bad to watch. Um, to watch, you know. Uh, the bad thing with hockey is uh, it happens so fast that if you turn your head for a couple minutes, you could easily miss a score. And then, uh, obviously, they'll show replays. But, but yeah, um so that's everything going on in the sports world. There's there's baseball going on, but it's the beginning of the season, so I won't talk too much about baseball right now. You have golf. You have the Wells Fargo Championship. Um, you know, it's not a big – I mean, it's a big tournament, but it's nothing to talk about. I think last I checked, Keegan Bradley was winning that. So uh, hopefully he can uh, finally win a tournament. You know, he was one of those players back in the early 2000s on those Ryder Cup teams. He would played with Phil Mickelson. And he'd uh, get the USA crowd going, and he was very uh, emotional and uh, had lots of antics out there on the golf course during those Ryder Cups. It was always fun to watch. But uh, he's since then, he had kind of fallen off. But last couple of years, he seems like he's been finding his groove. So hopefully he can hold on and uh, win that tournament. It'd be big for him and his confidence. And then in uh, two weeks, I think two weeks, we have the PGA Championship, and then... And then also we have the Preakness coming up in two weeks for uh, the second leg of the 
the triple crown for the horse racing. So those are a couple of th- sporting events looking uh to look forward to in the next coming weeks. Um, May is a busy time for me. I have men's league starting on Tuesday. Men's league is golf league, of course. I play at River Bend Golf Course in Storage City, Iowa. It's a fun nine little course. Uh, me and my partner have been together forever. So we're excited for that to start. So I got men's league starting on Tuesday. I have my two jobs. Hopefully the weather starts getting better so I can start painting outside. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm going to, at the end of the month, for Memorial Day, I'm going to go to my sister's place in Louisville. Um, so I'll be traveling to Louisville. Um, and that's about it. On this podcast, you know, I'll, I'll, I'm hoping to have guests still and have them talk about their experiences as being a bachelor before they got married or if they're still a bachelor and, and whatnot. Um, I hope you give this podcast a listen and I, I appreciate you uh, listening to it if you do. And thanks for listening. Uh, you can follow Bachelor for Life podcast on Twitter. It's at, at Bachelor for Life. And it's Bachelor, and then it's F-O-R, Life. And then on Instagram and Facebook, it's Bachelor for Life, but four is spelled F-O-R-E. On Twitter, I tried to get the Twitter handle F-O-R-E, but it had already been taken. So that's why I got to have just F-O-R on my Twitter handle. Um, Hopefully, I didn't confuse you too much. So at Twitter, it's at B-A-C-H-E-L-O-R. F-O-R-L-I-F-E. And then for Instagram and Facebook, it's Bachelor F-O-R-E Life. So, um, but with that, I think that's all I got for this week. Uh, Hopefully, I'll I'll have a golf review for next week, I think. And then I'll uh, hopefully have a guest here on soon in a week or two. So, uh, thanks again for listening and I'll talk to you guys next, next Sunday. Have a good day. Bye.